Can't play so, the song. Uh, of course this, oh yeah, of course this will be his number one song though. Right? Yep. Yeah. But you you just you just beamed into a heated debate. Sweet. Well, I should, I should say a debate, a conversation. Yo. What's the uh what's the oh, situation? Hat guy. Hat guy. Hat guys. Hat guys. Shut. Uh, How does my mic sound? Am I sounding okay? You sound, yeah, you sound good. good. Okay, cool. No, here's my issue. Welcome. Oh. First of all, while we're Hi. waiting for this to flip out, Michael McDonald's top five on Spotify is nonsense. Go what are look. we talking? Go look. All right, let's see. And I know you're like, oh, nonsense. And then you go look. And you're like, who picked this shit? Let's see here. Who's who's listening to these songs? I know one of these songs off the top of my head. I know one of them. One of them. One of them. It's the most popular song. And of course, it'll be that song, too. Because, um, because Dr. Dre sampled it. Or should I yeah, say Dre? It, or well, did Dre do regulators? Who did regulators? Or was Warren that G. Warren G. Warren G. G. Yeah. I'm great Michael McDonald song. Yeah, I don't my issue isn't with that being this I, I'm I it's two through five that I have a problem with. I don't know him. The weight from the band that's gonna be one of your favorite Michael McDonald songs. Like, what? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I, I mean, I know that one, but so I couldn't do Michael McDonald. I don't know if that's... we'll ever be able to. Yeah, we can't. That's unless, unless someone evens out the algorithm here, bro. We, we would have to, we would have to find somebody that is a huge, huge day one Doobie Brothers. Michael McDonald split off solo fan. We need to find that one, that one person, so that we can do this properly. This is nonsense. Anybody that knows Michael McDonald's songs, go ahead and throw one. Throw one. In, what did they say? Throw one in the chat. Throw one in the chat. Throw one in the chat if you know any Michael McDonald songs. If you're a real Michael McDonald fan, throw one in the chat. If you're, if you're a real guy, if you're a real <laughs> Michael McDonald guy, you're a real Mikey McD. You're real. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a guy that hangs out at the yacht club, <laughs> wearing Sperry shoes, button up polos. I like where this guy's at. This guy's not making that top five, though. Eats crab cakes, sips on Voo champagne. It's got to be Voo champagne. Always Voo. It's got to be Voo, right? Always Voo. Um, has attended many polo matches. Oof. Mm. Loves Nose hot tubs. Way around. Loves hot tubs. Loves hot tubs. Loves hot tubs. Knows, Knows. his way around a lacrosse field. 
Yeah. 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 Knows knows how to fine tune a sauna. (laughs) Doesn't put too much water on the stones, just the right amount. (laughs) That's the guy. You got the Sonic guy, guy we on need call? to talk that, to. That is the guy that we are looking for. For this, you got Michael the Sonic guy on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dialing in that. a sauna is very interesting. Uh oh! Oh, oh boy! Wow! They there said it go. couldn't be done. Just beamed Sorry, in. Late. Just beamed in. The legend. All right, let's start it from the top, gentlemen. This is hey. the five on five podcast presented by DirectMusicService.com. To my right, Jupiter Williams. Below me, Nick Lopez. And good Lord, it's flip out on the special guest. Make some noise. Sir, number one, honor to have you on here. How you doing? Uh, I'm fine. I just had to take my dog out real quick last minute. And, good. Uh, then I found out that his best f- dog friend is in the hospital. Oh, just, no. And I got sad about that. Oh, no. Not oh, good. The dog, the dog ate some like raisins and has been in the hospital for two days. Three thousand dollars. Oh, yo! I'm like yo, and I feel bad for the guy. He's already lost a dog. Oh no! Oh, That's awful. She should What's be alright. The... Yeah, I just bursted in with that. Wow! Info. <laughs> what is Welcome the dog to the show? My neighbor's dog is really sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the dog visitation policy? Can a dog go visit another <laughs> dog right now, or is that no go? <laughs> Good question. COVID, you don't know. Like in the hospital, we're going to let the dog in and it'll just find its way there, right? Yeah. 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 Sure. All right. We're not here to talk about dog hospitals. This is the Five on Five podcast. What we do every week, we compare two artists head to head, their top five songs as viewed most popular on Spotify. Gentlemen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to do this to you. And every episode oh, that I have boy. to start with an apology, you know it's going to get weird. I'm talking about clips versus mob deep today, gentlemen. No, why? Why you gotta do that? That's, <laughs> That's terrible. Rough. What a that terrible idea. Not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible yeah. idea. Uh, let's start off with round one, and I'm gonna kick it to flip out right away. Grinding or shook ones part two. You can't do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. No, no, man. Actually, you know Colin, you, uh, hey, you might, you might, you might have to pick a different two. Did he leave? Yeah, he left. He left. That's it. Left. I have to pick a different two, man. This is crazy. So what? What am I supposed to do now? Punch myself you in the face. You are choosing. You're choosing. We're going five rounds. You're picking which song you like out of the five rounds. You know what? I hope there's a YouTuber out there that's just going to dog flip out. Oh, this is going to get wild. It's going to get wild. So which one is better or which one do I like more? Which If you could yeah, only have one. If you could only have one, you have to make a decision. <laughs> it's not a good time. This is off top the most uncomfortable round yeah. one. Yep. No yep. good. I, it's okay. Here's my answer. It's, it's shook ones part two. Okay. 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 Uh, Neek? <laughs> this is, this sucks. Um, 
I'm going to go with grinding. Do we have to show uh, our work? Do we have to give our reasons or anything? You can. You can. You can. Yeah. You can. It's up to you. <laughs> you could also you could also not. That's Does that make it totally worse okay. by showing your work uh, on this? Okay, let me say this. Let me backtrack. Sorry, Nick. No, uh, you're fine, by all means. Grinding is like a it's like a perfect like hip hop beat because it's so sparse. It was done on purpose. Uh it's you know, it's the clip it's a huge song. It's I don't know, it's just it's very iconic. But then Shook One's part two is also all of those things, but came first. And uh, and I'm gonna say the 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 raps are better on Shook Ones. The verse is better. I think it's more iconic because it's oh man, it's hard to say this because it's like <laughs> Shook One's part two is like a definitive like moment in time. Yeah. And then like for for Mob Deep too, right? Yeah. But also for clips, because that was like their yeah. coming out song. It was. I don't know. That's I think a that Pharrell, really rough one. I yeah. think Pharrell Pharrell would bow down to Havoc for that beat. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Travis. Uh, because I love both of these songs way too much, I'm gonna have to go to, with the. I'm gonna have to go with the remakes of the songs. I shouldn't say remakes, samples of the songs, okay? Okay. So Mariah Carey samples Shook Ones part two. And out of Mariah Carey and Chris Brown, uh, Sorry Isn't Enough, I'm going to have to go with Mariah Carey. This is not even the question. What the hell did that I had to switch it. I had to switch it up. I had to switch it up. The rooftop? Yes. Yes, okay. I, I had to switch it up so because I love, I love both of these songs. I love both he of said, these songs. He said, I'm just going to make, I'm oh, just going to oh. pick a two different songs. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. He's like, I love pizza. I love lasagna. I'm having fajitas tonight. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Very good. Uh, that was slick, Trav. That was slick. That was slick. I'll give that to you. Thank you, Nick. All right. Round two, gentlemen. When's the last time or survival of the fittest? This sucks, man. This is terrible. <laughs> uh, flip. Well, when the last time is like a club song, mm -hmm. so this is these are not at least the last two were like street songs that were made for, not made for the not like made for the club. Like, man, when the last time is is this. Oh man, this is like Pharrell versus Havoc, which is yeah, it's not cool at all. <laughs> um, man, uh, but Survival of the Fittest is kind of like Shook One's Part Three, as far as the sure. beat goes. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I think Prodigy makes Mob Deep win though every time a little bit. You know? Okay, but yeah. I want to give a I want to give a special shout out to to when the last time because that's that's Pharrell or that's the Neptunes remaking Jungle Brothers, um, JB's coming through. That's them doing mm -hmm. an uh, exact replay of that, mm -hmm. which oh. led me to do a blend where I remade the Jungle Brothers beat 
and I put the when the last time lyrics on it. So it's a mm. super nerdy, nerdy, nerdy thing that Pharrell yeah. did, and I appreciate it. But going the other way. A, there's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You can run, but you can't hide forever from these things that you done took. Walking with your face down, scared to look. You shook because ain't no such things as halfway crook. Whenever the beef comes, never mop. You know what I'm saying? But then, mm -hmm. club nights. One of the reasons I love life. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that yeah. I have that on repeat. I have a loop for that, and I would mix out at that point in the club. I would loop that, and then I would play like another club song. Anyway, bye. <laughs> yes. Ooh, it's too nerdy. Yes. That's why we have you on this show, for sir. Real. Uh Nick, what are you gonna rap for us? Goes <laughs> <laughs> a little something like this. Uh, <laughs> uh I'm going with Mob Deep on this one. Okay. Um basically for the same reason. It's just if I had to choose, like, not to say that When's the Last Time isn't a good song, but it's more clubby, which is, like, not really, like, my go-to for listening. So I'm going with Mob Deep just because that's another song similar to, like, the Busta Rhymes one we did where I it invokes violence and rage in me, which is what I love in rap music. Mob Deep. <laughs> oh, oh. Travis? <laughs> Yo, okay, I'm just gonna have to go with uh Mob Deep on this one too, man. Okay. Uh for me, for me it was just it's just a pure hip hop. God, no, no. I'm switching. <laughs> switching it. Switching it. When's the last time, man? God, I love oh. the dance. I love the dance. You talked yourself out of your own. I did. Like I did. That. Yeah. Okay. Wait, the, uh, yeah, give me, no. give me that for Pharrell. Okay. Uh, Get down. <laughs> man, round, there's no wrong three. answers in this one. There's no wrong there's answers. Not. Uh, Internally round three feels wrong. It does feel <laughs> wrong. Mr. Me Too or Hell on Earth? Mm. Oh, what the fuck? Let's start with Neek. Hell on Earth. Okay. Mr. Me Too is dope. It, it's dope. I feel bad choosing one and then not like giving props to the other one. I'm not going to go on and on, but Mr. Me Too is dope. Okay. <laughs> Travis, I'm going to let Flip sit in his own anguish over here. Yeah. Travis, what do you <laughs> And I'm going to purposely go quick this time. Pause. <laughs> and say Mr. Me Too. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tiebreaker goes to Flip Out. What do we got? Oh, my God. That's so tough. Yeah. Oh man. Holy smoke. <laughs> yeah. I, I this is I, I um okay. Holy smoke, man. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Mr. Me too, because that beat is the meanest. It's yeah. one of the Neptune's meanest. I, mm -hmm. I saw someone ask, like, what's... I saw it on Twitter. You guys probably saw it. I forget who said it. It was like, what's what's Neptune's um, least melodic beat? And people were like, oh, uh, grind it. But it had the... Doom, 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 yeah. that. And yeah. then people were saying, Me, Mr. Me Too. 
Cause it's like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. and then like a, a tambourine comes in later. And someone else said, uh, "Light your ass on fire," but like it just made me think of the beat is so mean. The beat is yeah. so mean. Yeah, yeah, man. And you know what? Frontlines is kind of like more clubby. Yeah, yeah, true. Sound, sounding. Yeah, which is weird. Any any mob deep beat song that like crossed over to the club would always blow my mind. I was like, what? Unless it was Got It Twisted, which I don't know what you're going to put that up against. But. <laughs> <laughs> the conf- this is I'm the- already, con- oh, yeah. already conflicted. Already. We haven't even got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hypotheticals. Uh, Hypothetically stressed out. <laughs> this one should be a little easier for you guys. I would hope so. Um, nightmares or Quiet Storm? Uh, easy. Yeah. Quiet Storm. Okay. Qu- Quiet Storm's a goat song, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiet Sweep. Storm. And it's Sweep. Sad. I had the bo- I had the bootleg twelve inch. Hell oh, yeah. oh. With Hell no yeah. chorus before it had a chorus, and it had a and it had the the, the beginning was drum. It started like yeah. with the sample and the drums. And before Kim. Way before Kim, it was before yeah. it had no chorus. It just like it just went boom boom and shit, it, and it sounded a little bit different, but. That I love that song. So crazy. I love Nuts. that. I absolutely Nuts. love that beat. Nuts. Um, this is a weird round. Last round, round five. We started off really difficult. We're kind of pulling you out of water here. I'm good featuring Pharrell or Temperatures Rising. Travis. Why, why did it have to be these two? Hmm. Spotify is weird sometimes. <laughs> it makes you mad. Uh, we had a good thing going on here. We did. Yeah. Really did. What? These are being auto generated? What's happening? So these are the top five songs most popular on Spotify from both artists. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. I see. I guess you probably explained that and I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) You're going through a lot of trauma with the whole dog incident coming in. Okay, I'm going to listen to I'm Good real quick. Okay. Pretty- oh yeah, no, that beat is too. I one second, one second. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, is this a sweep, gentlemen? Temperatures rising. Yo, you know what we're yeah. doing? We're putting we're putting Pharrell over his mentor Q-Tip. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When the I student that. beats the teacher, yeah. You said you would do that. Pause. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, if if I were ranking like all time, I would put Pharrell over Q-Tip on that list. No, 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 <laughs> no. What is you? What is you doing? No, no, no. no that's no. just my personal take. I'm gonna put Pharrell <laughs> overall. Can we, body can we work? open up this box right now? Can we open oh. up this Pandora's box right now? Did you just say Lord. body of work? Let's oh. go. No, well, I mean, look, well, no, because that, that now I'm taking out like go ahead. tribe, obviously. So. But when I think tribe is, I don't know. I don't want to say that actually, because I'm just now I'm just getting, because I'm a little bit younger, so maybe I'm just like getting hype on just like, you know, the songs Aesthetics. that I got to see come out. Like, right? How about like when Q-Tip, like when Pharrell came out, and then Q-Tip at that time? Oh, maybe there's more. Okay, I mean, because then I like, I mean, because I got to see like, like solo Q-Tip stuff is fire. Yeah. Um, but I mean. 
couple of those are Dilla though. That's what I'm saying. Like that's kind of what I was getting at. Is like Dilla is the stuff that I really like. So, um, I Neptune dog. I still. <laughs> But what, sol- what solo f- song from Pharrell would you put up against, like, Vibrant Thing or something like that? Vibrant Thing um, is, like, one of those things where I'm like, that's fire. Is that, is that a Q-tip? Front it's Q-tip. There for sure. Cute. It was, people said that Dilla made the the, um, the Vibrant Thing beat. Like, it was kind of, like, made, like a collaborative made it with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I saw, I saw House Shoes very recently laugh his ass off at that. So Ocean. that's such, okay. that's a that's so, a tip beat. Yeah, I don't know. But see, I, but like, if that's the case, like, Pharrell is mostly collaborative with Chad. So I love. Can I, I have it like that? I think can I have it like that is a hard ass beat. Yo, appreciate enough. Yeah. But that is a copy of a tribe beat. He puts okay. all the. Yeah, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to give. Tip yeah. did it first. Yeah, yeah, like cl- like come closer, come close, whatever. Uh, fucking uh, common is common. Pharrell making Benita Applebaum. He says it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's my Benita Applebaum beat. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I guess you can't really like, even if you like it like more or whatever. It's uh, Tip did it first. That's fair. Let's go into the lightning round here. This could go on for. <laughs> we were in the, we were in, we were talking about something completely different. Then. Completely different. Yeah. I love it. Sorry. <laughs> I got a lot of questions, gentlemen. I got two notebooks tonight, so we got a lot of. Hey, ground no, so so you, you should be quick with this lightning round because I feel like I'm gonna go quick. I'm gonna go That's quick. Uh, lightning round is this. Flip out. You say this or that. You can give us as little or as much information as you'd like. Let's start it with the weekend or party next door. <laughs> that's oh why, my god that's why i said wow. it <laughs> weekend al weekend. green or marvin gay oh my god marvin gay travis scott or future future drake or dr dre drake or dr dre <laughs> what a fucked up thing to ask they don't even do the, they don't even do the same thing at all <laughs> drake literally has never made a beat and drake it's and drake's been, never written a rhyme written, well yep. maybe they have a little bit in common then whoa <laughs> <laughs> once you peel back the layers here you're like oh they're very alike actually <laughs> uh dre or drake that's so fucked up. I'm going to say Dr. Dre. Even though I, I want to say Drake, let me just say, I'd like to say Drake. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Drake. Fuck, fuck Dre. Okay. Okay. Yeah, even better. I love that. Okay. Uh, Jay-Z or Bruce Springsteen? You should have done Jay-Z or Oasis. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. That is That's a good one. one. Jigga. Okay. Trick Daddy or Gucci Mane? Hmm. Um, Gucci. Okay. Luda or Juvenile? God. <laughs> I love to diss Ludacris. I don't know why. I love to diss the fact that he was on Made it, Made You Look remix and he thought he was on there. It made him so lyrical. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you're, you're still like... You're still a guy who raps like this, and then you rap like this. Balloon! It's like, <laughs> but I love Ludacris. I, you know, I like go to sleep, ho. I like 
go to sleep, ho. That's go one of my favorite Chris songs. Yeah. 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 I play that for so many people, like <laughs> in my house. And people being anyway. Um Luda or Juvenile. Well, I know I know a lot more ludicrous songs, that's for sure. And I don't hate him. Uh, hmm. He's cool. Okay. He just tried he tried to make move bitch like five times though, which is stop that. Yeah. That's fair. But Juvie Juvie's a, a legend. Like I feel like if I knew a little bit. Juvenile made ha. Mm-hmm. Ludacris made Southern Hospitality. Yeah. Uh Ludacris, I guess. I know more okay. of his stuff. I'm a I know I know more of his things. That's all. Okay. ACDC or Guns N' Roses? Uh, ACDC, I think. Okay. Not that Sade I... or Aaliyah? Wow. <laughs> That's fucking mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want, this one hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. I cannot give an answer. Okay. No answer is sometimes an answer. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, then that. you have to answer this one. Earth, Wind & Fire or Chic? <laughs> what's the point of these questions what what are we getting out of this <laughs> i hate this game <laughs> there's no goodness coming from this, <laughs> this. Like, which children which child do you like better like oh man what a <laughs> That's a that's a really bad one that you did there too. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chic. Holy shit, man! You can only see my head is like these songs, these songs. This, <laughs> you know, now Rogers is still alive, cancer survivor. You know what I mean? Got to put that up there too. <laughs> you know. Bonus points, oh Nile Rogers. Bonus points, bonus, bonus points. Daft Punk, like, come on, man, like who is? <laughs> the man went from being sampled to actually being in the production room. Yeah. yeah. Insane. Insane. And then you have Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> who did the elements. Yeah. Who did everything. Yeah. They did everything. And they went into the 80s so beautifully from the 70s. They sure did. Too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sort of cool in the gang. Mm. They went pop in the 80s, which is yeah, insane. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say Chic because okay. of their attachment to Rapper's Delight and the, okay, yeah. importance, the mm. importance of yeah. of them in hip-hop, I guess. Mm-hmm. Bill Collins <laughs> or George Michael? <laughs> Ooh. Hey, look, let's acknowledge how quick he put his head down, though, after he said that. <laughs> yeah. <He> was... <laughs> um, Phil Collins or George Michael? George Michael. George Michael. George okay. Michael did did two Stevie Wonder covers that I know of that are mm. recorded, so. Mm. Beatles or Beach Boys? Fuck the Eagles. No, Beatles. 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 Well, yes, damn it. Yeah, but, but you're right about the Eagles. <laughs> I see you trying to get out of that one, being like, Eagles or... <laughs> Beatles or the Beach Boys. Um, I know yeah, the Beatles, the Beatles. Okay. Even though I really I've read about the Beach Boys and stuff, but I didn't. They're pretty incredible. 
but I actually listened before I got into hip hop. I listened to all my brother's Beatles tapes. I would just listen to them. Mm-hmm. That and like Steve Miller band and shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hell yeah, uh, Missy or Busta? Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Busta's another guy who's like, you're not that super lyrical, bro. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, like, you did Wuha and, and, and not, and, you know, Boom. you did Wuha and Nas did Illmatic. Like, it was kind of around this, not around the same time, but like, when not when Illmatic came out, like, Busta didn't really keep totally up, like. I don't Damn. know. Right. So you. I, I don't know why it. I just just did Busta Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's against Missy Elliott. You just you just, you just ludicrous <laughs> Busta Rhymes. I did. I did. I did. I Damn. did. I'm super nerdy like that though. Like that one feels so unfair. I can just. I know. <laughs> There's just certain things like again this thing and I'm like, you're, you're not lyric really that lyrical. Football goes, because, to the par- football goes to the parent-teacher conference. <laughs> they tell him everything that's wrong with his son, and he's like, I know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with Busta, though. No, no, you know what? Wait, I'm going to go with... Uh... Well, Busta's definitely more lyrical than Missy. He's definitely spit more bars per pound mm-hmm. than Missy has. Mm-hmm. Missy, I never even thought was like like MC, I like uh, that she would even be on like a rap record kind of thing because mm-hmm. she's too she's so broad she can do everything you know what I'm saying yeah that's not a diss it's just like not I don't think diss. she's ever made a straight rap song and she has like wake up or some shit like that mm-hmm. is that a, right something like that anyway. Yeah. Uh, Buster, I'll go with Buster. I don't okay. like putting Buster. I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these might get easier or harder. The next Wait a minute, two are, are we moving on? <laughs> yeah, moving on. Sorry, sorry, we're moving on. Okay, <laughs> so much for lightning round. <laughs> Let's go. Prince or Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> He's out of here. Yeah, yeah. Right there. That's to close the laptop. Okay. Okay. Oh, there he okay. is. Okay. Yeah. That's signed. Oh. Whoa. What? No big deal. Whoa. Wow. I made okay. that for Prince. <laughs> that settles that. It doesn't really. It doesn't settle anything. (laughs) It doesn't settle anything. (laughs) I made this for Prince. Well, that settles it. (laughs) Show us what you made for Michael Jackson, then, or else it's settled. (laughs) I mean, Prince has so much more to delve into, I think. I think uh, I'm going to say Prince. I don't know. uh, It's tough to say that, but I'll say Prince. I think Prince... Yeah, Prince, just because of his more songwriting, I guess. Okay. And maybe a little underappreciated, I think. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, sure. 
you know Mike, Mike Michael Jackson was revered like really really incredibly yeah. and and still and keeps going amidst uh, like even all the bad shit that you hear about him it's pretty crazy how a kid a small child like a fucking five-year-old can hear a Michael Jackson song and like love it mm -hmm. I mean, some incredible energy right there in the music but Prince is like I did um I did like a set uh, Prince set, uh, set on his birthday and I was like I'm gonna play all just b-sides of these 45s and it was like so much music and it was like no hits and the guy's got so many no hits yeah. that is fucking ridiculous mm. who has more music MJ or, or Prince Prince combined Prince Prince gotta Definitely. be Right, in the vault. Scott, the the vault. Still in the vault. You haven't heard. Yeah, yeah. In the dude. vault, the game over. Yeah, yeah. Dude that dude had that place wired with sound. Insane. Yeah, made yeah. Right out of in his bathroom. Prince. Wow. Last yeah. but not least for the lightning round, Outcast or Hall Notes. Outcast. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm so I'm surprised that about was, that one. Okay, that that, that was, was that was cast. fairly low pressure. Yeah. Outcast, you know. Okay. Okay. Prototype. <laughs> yeah. Prototype. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, you're up. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck that one up. Prototype. Perfect. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty, there are some silly questions I would like to ask. Um, so Flip Out has yep. now been endorsed by a fast food establishment and you get to make your own meal a la Travis Scott at any fast food establishment of your choice. Where is it and what is it? <laughs> uh, where, uh. Um, man, just do like flip fries from McDonald's. Just do like fries. They're just, just fries, and they're just a, yeah, they're just a regular fries in a different container. Flip top. Yeah, flip fries. They're they're a, they're a medium, and they cost two dollars more than a large. Yeah. <laughs> They're they're not medium, they're mid. They're mid. mid. <laughs> yes, I like the flip fries. I is like there, these. Is, is there a drink that comes with the flip That's fries? It. That's it. It's just the fries. It's just the fries. That's it. This will pair very well with Nick Pike's uh, meal, which is just a water in a soggy cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the same place. You get really. the soggy, yeah, from McDonald's. You get the soggy cone cup. Yeah, you can only use once. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy with it the, with the paper straw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wilted, wilted ass straw. Uh, go ahead, Nick. Do you have a? Or can I rip something? You can you rip something? something. Okay, I'm going to start asking the tough questions off top here. Mm. Who has the best poutine in Canada, and where is that? Mm. Great question. You asking me? Oh yeah. Um, Montreal probably. Okay. I mean, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Montreal. Fair. I don't know where. I don't know where I went. I went there though. It was mm-hmm. like the the spot. Okay. It was. Uh, what's your stance on all dressed chips? Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Who makes awesome. the best all dressed? Um. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Lay's, I think. Okay. Is it Lay's? No, no, Ruffles. Ruffles. Ruffles oh. makes your best all-dressed chips. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. What is the worst flight you've ever been on? Oh. Like on a plane? Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. Um, worst experience, I feel bad saying this, going to Portugal, which is my family's home country um <laughs> we uh booked this flight like that would land like in the azores islands in the middle of the uh, atlantic which is portugal which i've never been there it lands there and then picks up some people and then takes off again and on this with this one uh airline that's the route we we picked and when we landed there the the crew for the next the crew was supposed to was going to switch there but they didn't start work until 10 a.m but we landed at six but no <laughs> one told anyone that <laughs> so and we were there before the airport opened oh yeah. so they literally were like okay everyone get off we're like what like people were fucking pissed because then they fucked up our airbnb because it, it, it made us land in Lisbon like six hours late. So that's the worst. Uh, and then we uh, complained so hardcore. Um, the guy at the desk didn't give a shit. <laughs> it, was, it was really, really, really bad. Like people were fucking so mad. Um, we ended up get we ended up complaining so, so hardcore that on the way back, it was with the same airline. And then they were, had this thing where like, it was some problems checking in and um and me and my girlfriend and my girlfriend went up and like we had this happen on the way here da, 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 blah 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 and they're like hold on one second and she, the woman literally like turned around came back is like and gave us like first class seats on the way back yeah. because she knew i think they heard about that thing but they ended up giving us like a discounted 50 percent discount on a flight on their airline again which oh, we didn't yeah. use because it's like we didn't use it because it was like within a window and then oh, it was like yeah, of course th- it sucked so bad that even the 50 percent discount was like they fucking suck like it, <laughs> it the routing is it was terrible like the that's routing awful. was terrible so that's just like what a surprise man just imagine you're like you think it's going to be touch and go and they're like get off stay here for five hours they're like why <laughs> Where's the yeah. next crew? So They're not open. at work yet. Nothing's open. They have to wait. <laughs> we got to wake them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh so no, no turbulent stories or anything like that. But like, that was that's so almost bad. worse. I would say yeah. that's almost worse. Like having this awesome trip and then just being let down like that. And then the guy not giving a shit. That's the cool great. thing was you get to get you the cool thing about things like that. I don't know how you guys are, but it gives a good excuse to just get mad. <laughs> you know oh yeah. I mean? Because you're like, <laughs> I'm I have every right to be mad right now, so I'm gonna get yeah. mad. Yeah. It, it yeah. becomes therapeutic. 
yeah. It's your chance to be like, how dare you? And the guy, the the guy at the desk at the in the at the Portuguese uh, airport, he just didn't give a shit so bad that it was just even better. Like, he was like, "What are you gonna do about?" He's like, "Nothing. I can't do anything." <laughs> Where, what? Where's the next crew? Da da da. They don't start till ten. Well, you need to do something. What do you want me to do? The guy was literally like, and we're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> he was kind of gangster with it. He was pretty gangster with it. I, I had to give him a little bit of respect, but also, fuck him. <laughs> oh my god! Damn. Uh, now you have traveled all over for Red Bull Three Style as the host. Um, any stories from that that you'd like to share that no one's heard? Any crazy shit that you're like, yo, I got to put this out there. No one's heard it. It's not going to get heard. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. Um, uh, sometimes I, uh, um, sometimes the venues that we had, um, the venues that did the actual event were kind of hilarious. And I would never, I'm never able to like diss it because they're, they're the company, like they're part of the company. And I remember I yeah. did that one time where I was talking about like the Mexican final and it was like in the middle of a, basically like not like Nam or Nam, whatever the NAM, you know, yeah. The, yeah. Vietnam. It was in the middle <laughs> of like a, a whole audio conference. Yeah. Huge, yeah. like huge, empty, um, a huge, empty, like hall like ballroom kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. But like in a, in an industrial area. And then the contest was like on the main stage and it was just like echoing everywhere and all the other places didn't shut off their music. Oh, so it was like <laughs> music everywhere and people were kind of paying attention and it was, and I kind of dissed it one time and Kenny Max like, don't fucking diss the fuck. Don't, don't talk about anywhere that's weird. Just fucking dust irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was some hokey, hokey uh, events like italy one time we got there and there was no equipment set up oh what and we were and we were placed outside of the venue that was hosting it we were in like the the fucking patio and they didn't have any and they ended up oh. getting speakers like you're gonna get those skinny speakers like house speakers <laughs> yeah, this is for the yeah, this is the this is the national. Somebody's finals. like, I got a pair in my house. Yeah, the guys like here. Literally, and we couldn't run home. And the music from the other room, because it was just like a, a curtain, I think, was it was bleeding and it was drowning out the contestants. Oh no! And that was the first night. That was the first date of the European tour, and we were on a bus. We were on like a tour bus, and um, it was a bad start to the tour. There's stories was like that. Was yeah. the guy from the yeah. Portugal flight desk running that event? <laughs> he might as well be. You know what I'm we don't like, have don't speakers. Know. He's like, There's no speakers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. Oh, here's one. In, uh, oh my God, where was it? Wasn't it Italy? No, it was in, it might have been in Italy in a different venue another year. Um, these dudes just came in, pretended they were part of it, and stole all of the production computers and equipment Whoa. all of our all of the stuff yeah i forget what country it was because uh, 
I don't want to say Italy and just throw Italy under the bus. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were totally, totally robbed. And they managed to get backups made, bought a new computer. And this is the production, like all the LED and all that shit. All that yeah. shit was, those computers were stolen. Whoa. Someone just walked in and just walked out with them and shit. Saw us all loading in. Italian job. Damn. Yeah, the Italian exactly. job. <laughs> Man. Yeah, Damn. Like that. I mean. That's crazy. There's some um, stories about the tour bus too, but that's another day. That's another. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this: Just how many records do you own? I don't know. <laughs> if you had to guess, uh, forty fives. I think I'm maybe five thousand or something like that, hmm. which doesn't sound like a lot, but kind of is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then twelve inches and stuff. I stopped buying records like twelve inch records. 15 years ago mm-hmm. but up yeah. to that point i bought them for 15 years so i don't know i got a bunch not as much as like other people i never mm. i haven't sold large amounts of my records though since serato mm-hmm. i've sold some mm-hmm. but not large amounts like i still have like i'll have i still have club records like i still have usher yeah i still have my club crates somewhere like i have oh, get shit. low little john i have all that shit too short to blow the whistle i like i keep those because i don't know but i also have all the 90s hip-hop shit Mm. i got a pile like maybe like 200 records 12 inches of all wu-tang shit because i used to be really into kill kill army and all that shit hell yeah that's anyway a lot of records but not as much as other people like i think scratch bastard probably has more than i do Mm. yeah um, for p- people that I know, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bismarcky um, definitely has a lot. Bismarcky Biz? and Q-Tip. Biz has a whole house. Yeah, yeah Biz's whole... house is crazy. His Biz has two houses. In general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> this is kind of a tough question, but I'm not sure if you may have an answer <clears throat> to this. <clears throat> top three forty fives that you own, just off the top of your head, where you're like. If my house is burning down, I'm grabbing these 45s. Um, there's a, a, a Kamiko Kasai, Japanese singer. She did a cover of As by Stevie Wonder. Oh. Produced by Herbie Hancock. Oh. That's like a, that's like a grail. I bought that very recently for, I paid the most money for that. But I haven't paid like a... I'm not one of those guys who have paid a thousand dollars for a record because I'm not rich. Mm. Um, but I know people. There's, there's, dudes out there that, or anybody, women, who are buying like thousand dollars super rare records. I'm not that guy, but that one Stevie Wonder cover, I would save. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, I just want to show you this funny thing here. Literally your question. You guys seen this sticker before? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And then you like, fill in the number? The number? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that that one, and maybe another Stevie, uh, Sergio Mendez, uh, Stevie Wonder cover of Superstition, which Mm. is another kind of grail that I got recently through a fucking trade 
What else? On 45? <laughs> that's sick. That's nuts. Yeah, that's, that's, fucking, that's crazy. <laughs> that's what else? I'm not sure. Um, no, that's uh, that definitely answers it. Let me pass it to Travis. I got a ton. Travis, go ahead. Man, so <laughs> <laughs> going off of serious questions, um, so I'm the I'm the movie buff of the three, and we've been we've been doing this thing called the DJ biopic cinematic universe. So in the DJ biopic cinematic universe, who is playing DJ Flipout? And it could be an actor or a musician, dead or alive. What did Nick say? Uh, what did he say? What Nick did said, say? Did Nick say Danny Vito? Oh yeah, Danny, it was Danny DeVito? DeVito. It was yeah. Danny DeVito, yes. He did say Danny DeVito, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a great answer. I don't fucking know, man. Um, Don Cheadle. Oh, that's nice. Cheeto. That's good. That's, that's great. Actor. Actually, that's a that, great actor. That's a good one. That's, <laughs> that's a really good, good one. one. Yes. Oh, that's that's a solid actor. I, I want a black like guy to play me. That'll yeah. match well You're not the first. As yeah. Yeah. Oh, who did that? Bert Peterson. Bert's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same sometimes. I yeah. guess. Yes. I guess. Hilarious. <laughs> That's I I'm get burned. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, um, I want to talk about elements for a second. Oh, word. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, if possible, can we get like a brief history on how that came to be? And I, I mean, I'll give. I know what it is, but I'd love for you to right. just kind of introduce what it is. Uh, elements is a book that I uh, just put out with uh, my buddy Jay Swing. And my other buddy Dedos, and it's based. It's uh, it was um, we, it was a book that we made out of the magazines, the fanzines that we made like in the nineties, ninety five, ninety six. We did eight issues. They were for free. They're out of the university here, where we did our rap show. Where Nardwar's from, from CITR, um, and we did it for yeah. We did eight issues. And just those two years, 95, 96, were so crazy in hip hop that they contain like timeless kind of timeless interviews and just, and even the ads and stuff. And each cover was like a, was a, a, a graph cover, like a, a illustration made, tailor made for us at that time. So we just wanted to, we, we, we were talking about like, man, we should, we should put them like digitize them and put them online, which the university did. And I'm like, oh man, I want to do an audio book. Like I just want to talk the whole thing and have different voices. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, why don't we just make it into a book? Like we'll put them all in a book. Um, and one of the reasons was uh, they were really limited run and they were made on super cheap paper. And, you know, just having it in the book just totally preserved all of the work that we did and a lot of people who anyone that finds them who was finding them was like man this is cool this is dope so we're like okay let's put it in a book add add um like scan everything and we had to scan it all we couldn't even we didn't even have discs add some new art by dedos who was involved in the original one and we'll put it out like a like a hip-hop book like a 
like a time capsule, mm -hmm. you know, saying that people should, people should like it. And it was a 25 year anniversary. So it was kind of like 25 years. It had like interviews with Outkast. It, it had Mob Deep. Two, we interviewed Mob twice for, uh, for Hell on Earth and for, for a fucking um, Infamous. It's crazy because in that interview, we asked him like, what do you guys think of like Juvenile Hell? Like this is technically your second album, but you call it your first. And he's like, we don't even, re we don't even recognize that time. That was a different time zone. Like they wrote that <laughs> album off. They didn't even know. We don't even talk wow. about that shit, which wow. is crazy. That's so there's funny. stuff like that. Yeah. And we interviewed like all the woo dudes. Like I interviewed Raekwon for Cuban links. You know what I mean? I interviewed Jizza so for the release, the release of Liquid Swords. You know, these are all things that were happening that luckily we were there a part of. We were so into it that we were so nerdy about it. And, you know, we offered our, and we, we wanted to do it like from a different perspective of like the source. You know, we mm -hmm. thought we were more in the streets than the source, mm -hmm. you know, two white guys right. from Vancouver. Mm -hmm. We're like, <laughs> eh, we're not doing, you know, we're obviously not going to get paid off to put this ad in the back of our magazine. Right. <laughs> right. Know? So, we try to keep it super duper real to the point where we would uh, transcribe all the interviews and I would transcribe them because they're all phone interviews, right? Right. And we, I would transcribe every single word, every, you know what I'm saying? Every, you know, mm -hmm. word, every N word, every mm -hmm. single word, which fast forward to when we put the book out, we took all the N words out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right. we took them all out. Um, and that was like, yeah, like even back then we kind of should have too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but back then it wasn't really, it wasn't us saying it. We were just right. quoting, right? So it's like, yeah, you're just quoting it. Yeah. So we were looking at it as, this is like playing the song. But, you know, I'm glad we had a chance to to kind of do that and recognize that. And that's, um, yeah, that's a major part of it. It, it. it was cool looking back on it like, yo, we're just two fucking dudes, white dudes from Vancouver. Like, this is our interpretation of it. And, you know, it, it, we're just huge fans and huge nerds. And we did our part in, in like, um, documenting that part of yeah. history pretty good with our nerdy kind of perspective. So, and let me ask you That's this. No, is. I think it looks cool as hell. Thanks, yeah. man. And we, it took, a, it took a, like six months to put it all together. Uh, it took four of us. And yeah. Like Jay Swing, he went over the book every night, I think, for at least 10 days in a row. And he kept finding mistakes mm -hmm. before we sent it through the printers. And then he went through it for all, all the fucking N-words. And then even on the last day I'm going through, I'm like, yo, we missed the fucking one in the title of the article. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we noticed, like, or Jay, like, would, Jay skipped over, like, um uh jurassic five interview we're like they didn't they don't swear or whatever or they do whatever and i go through it and they're like i like it was an interview with soup and cut chemist mm -hmm. so obviously cut chemist is the same thing and soup just goes off on this tangent and uh you know we're just finding all these things and just like little board like things with the border like little things like we put my point is a lot of effort went into making the book right. come out the way it did and we're I'm really proud. That's like literally exactly how we wanted it to come out. Mm -hmm. It costs more to do hard hardcover. We did it. We're like, 
we can't disrespect this art by not yeah, having hardcover right. and and glossy pages. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah. man. No, I think right. Elements came out so fresh. Um, I think it's definitely up there with some of the the cooler, like hip hop coffee table books if we'll call it that not to or, you know dumb it down yeah, or anything like that but i just think it's so fresh like a a time capsule in a 90s hip-hop yeah. that i think overall will get will be a classic in that regard thanks thanks we we uh we really like wax poetics joints that they put out mm-hmm. so we were we were really looking at those and what else the fuck goes up here there's a couple <laughs> other ones like where... can't stop won't stop like those kind yeah. of things and yeah. like the hardcover wax poetics, I think it's it's right in line with that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. So thank I, I, you, man. That shit yeah. is fresh. Thanks. Yeah, super sick. Um, yo, who was your favorite interview for that? Fuck, man. Um, it was really dope. To I remember uh, interviewing Jizza, mm. and the interview that I printed in Elements ended up being me writing an intro blurb on one page and then the next was two pages of only Rizza talking i mean jizza sorry of only jizza talking and then the quotes that he was talking about from oh, either yeah. his from either his album or from like he was quoting like big daddy kane mm-hmm. and rock him and i remember being on the phone like and he's like you know or like big daddy kane we say i played like ginsu right chop right when you chop into your body whatever and i'm like listening i'm like oh my god jizza's quoting big daddy kane while i'm and he's talking to me on the phone only talking to me i'm like i can't wait for everyone to kind of hear this and i think i have that tape still of the interview the audio so i think we're gonna i think i have a bunch of them and i think we're gonna build our our website where we're gonna put the audio of these yeah crazy um that interview was sick because he just was so into it and writing the interview was just, and re- transcribing was just like, here's what he said. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Oh man. You guys crazy. are like the uh, Canadian Stretch and Bobito. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We used to think that. We were like, man, maybe we were, we were born in the wrong city because there's fucking nothing happening here. We're doing what they're doing, <laughs> but we're not, nobody knows us over here. <laughs> but we would, yeah, we definitely look up to Stretch and Bobito and also to, uh, Swain King Tech to the wake up show as far as uh-huh, the radio yeah. show goes. Mm-hmm. Like those are we used to we for our radio show we copied stuff from Swain King Tech. Swank, like they used yeah. to play the they used to play the samples mm-hmm. before they went into commercials and we didn't mm-hmm. we copied that. But mm-hmm. later on we ended up getting on our commercial radio station, we ended up getting the station to syndicate um wake up show. Okay. So the wake up oh, show would go on after our show. That's tight. That's it was like one of their first syndication uh, deals ever. So that's cool. Sway remembers that. That's good. That's awesome. You're responsible for us getting to Vancouver. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's tight. Anyway. Hey, um, so what is your earliest memory of hip hop? Uh it's break breaking, break dancing, I guess. It's uh yeah, it's an '84. And okay. It's, a, it's specifically a kid, a Quebecois kid. Uh, that means means nothing to you guys. You guys aren't Canadian. I got <laughs> a, a kid from. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what you got? <laughs> uh, this kid from Quebec, 
who was a little bit older. So he's from the East Coast. He's from okay. the East. Uh-huh. And he was in my grade. And uh, he had a, a windbreaker and he knew how to break dance. And then I wanted, and I copied him. And the only rap songs I knew were from uh, the Miami Vice soundtrack. Oh, a song wow. by Melly, uh, by Melly yeah, Mel called Vice. Mel. Yeah. Vice, 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 Vice. So that's like 84, 85. So I just knew break that. I knew breaking. Mm-hmm. I knew that Melly Mel song. That's about it. And then in like 87, in 87, I, I, I saw, uh, uh, on, tw- remember the show 2020? Mm-hmm. It was like a journalist show. Oh yeah, they had yeah. a yeah. they had a they had a show. Uh, they had a, a episode on apartheid in South Africa, mm-hmm. and they featured a little part on Stetsasonic and their song Africa, A F R I C A. And after I saw that piece, I went to my bedroom, and I wrote a rap. Mm. Fresh <laughs> about <laughs> about the Cold War, about nuclear war and bombs and shit. Wow! Oh whoa! <laughs> you got heavy right away. Right yeah. away. Wow! And I, yeah, and then I found like BDP and fucking Public Enemy. I'm like, yeah, this is way oh, better yeah. than what's on the radio. This is smart shit. This is awesome shit. Like I respect this shit. There's not uh... that they, you know, they were saying shit that it was. They mm-hmm. sounded awesome. Anyway, yeah. Did you ever get into breaking? Uh, the reason I ask is because I watch your Twitch a lot, and there's all, like, I see clips of Massive, and like, then I'll see obviously like Mario and Luigi getting down. <laughs> did you ever break? Yeah, man. So okay, I, cool. I I did in '84, like just as the fad, mm-hmm. and then in '87, '88, '89, I started dancing like house dancing, like Bobby Brown dancing. Yeah. Okay. So me and my friends were like huge dancers like that like in high school we were this this cheerleaders you know back dude back in those days there was like 10 people that listened to hip-hop everyone else yeah. listened to fucking tragically hip and shit like i hate all that alanis Moore said all mm-hmm. that fucking, all that alt rock shit like i hate it with a passion because they used to make fun of us right oh, wow. okay you know what i mean and it was like me and like my filipino friend my my uh sikh friend indian friend my chinese friend my black friend mm-hmm. and uh my lebanese friend and we were the hip-hop guys you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and we had a dance crew and we used to dance the uh, halftime show and shit and they used to call us the cheerleaders they used to try to try to diss us try to yeah. diss you right but um we were doing that dancing and then in like 93 after graduated high school i saw a videotape of easy rock uh, b-boying he was mm-hmm. battling someone and then after that we started b-boying and yeah b-boyed from fucking like 94 to 2000 solid and we had a crew called contents under pressure we went to b-boy summit like three times we were okay. featured in, we, were fe- we, were, we were featured in mr wiggles video mag um i oh, might yeah. be uh breakaway Breakaway. I was gonna say yeah. I have break. I have a couple of the breakaways, so I, you yeah, might we're... actually be in it. That's funny. <laughs> when we were in uh, we were in uh, Calgary for something, and uh, I might be arguably credited the first Vancouver person to do an air track from a window. Hey! Oh wow! Yeah, 
That's fresh. Do you so, know which volume breakaway you might have been on? It was like volume know. six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like number five. I'm gonna hit you up if I got it. Watch your Instagram. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? You know what a good uh you know what a good IG IG um account is bag of clips. Okay. Bag of clips and uh that guy's put it up. He's put the clip up. I'm not okay. in that clip right. that he put up, but yeah, man, mm. I went to the fuck dude, man. We were called Contents Under Pressure. We we were kind of like the rivals of Bag of Tricks, but we never okay. really battled them and shit. Mm. But uh, I'm a heavy b-boy, man. Like I still, I can still windmill if I want. Oh, dude, I was That's doing windmills so and fucking windmill nineties and flares. Like I was the flare guy and shit. That's so fresh. You see, That's so sad. you weren't a slouch. You had power. You were doing your thing. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I was there, man. I went. I was at the summit when, when uh, Styles Ele Style Elements battled kenny and fucking and um easy and uh easy rock and fucking Flowmaster. okay yeah it was like when that they, was like san diego one i think san diego one, one yeah yeah that was like whatever and like that's when fucking crumbs's name was donnie donnie remind, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> donnie and remind was was fucking ariston yeah, you know, they just had their names. And, and, yeah, and Donnie, like they were kids, man. They were sixteen. They were sixteen years old, man. But anyway, so yeah. funny. That's we battled cool. style yeah. elements once too. He fucking dusted us. They dusted us, obviously. Of course, they're, they're the goats. <laughs> yeah. Is that but in yeah. high school? Is that when you would say you felt like you wanted to start documenting things? Did you always have like a need to be like, hey? This shit's really dope, and even though I'm getting dogged on this, people need to know about this. Like, what's going on? Uh, I think I have that kind of in my, in my psyche because I would, we would uh, tape all of our b-boy practices, like just put the camcorder down and then I would go home and I would just watch them mm -hmm. and I would edit them, mm -hmm. but I would watch them over and over again, like just like absorbing shit, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like, I would watch, like I'd record, pump it up. I'd record all videos. Like my, my VHS shit is pretty fucking good with recording stuff and dude it, it, when we were doing elements i found this site called it was elements was in 95 internet had been invented i think in 92 right so it was right. like three years right yeah mm -hmm. so there was no websites for hip-hop but mm -hmm. there was one website it was called thebreaks.com and it's exactly what you thought it was it was a hip-hop bible the guy later later on made a book out of it and it was samples before who sampled this is in the 90s so I mm. printed that whole shit out on like a spool printer. Oh, and wow. I would fucking, <laughs> I would go through it and I would look for songs in the samples. Then I would go on acquisition or LimeWire yeah. and I would put them shits in and I would stay up all night watching the download thing. If I caught one, I yeah. would keep refreshing it to make sure it would stay. So I'm, I'm an idiot. Like this is like literally what I've been doing my whole life. Is documenting mm. shit and it goes with DJing, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, I like yeah. DJing so I can just blurt it all out. Yeah. How did you transition into radio as far as Canada go? Like up in Vancouver, how did you get on Vancouver radio? Uh, radio, I, I radio, I have a uh, interesting start because my best friend from kindergarten, his mom started a all a twenty four hour South Asian radio station, which is like. Um, Indian basically, but like South Asian, mm -hmm. uh, she did, she started the first 24 hour, uh, South Asian radio station in Canada. 
1987 when I was like 12 and he's my best friend. So I would go, we would go to the radio station, hang out like every Sunday, just hanging out. And she would let us go on the air and read like little tidbits from the rate, from the newspaper. It was like an AM station or like this different frequency. And then she let us read stuff on the radio. My voice hadn't even changed. And then she had us host this show where we would play kids songs, like Indian kids songs and do like <laughs> birthday shout outs. And then we asked, Hey, can we, and then we started getting into DJing. We started learning about records like Paul Abdul and Bobby Brown and fucking Janet Jackson and DJing. We're like, Hey, can we play some of our music on the second half? She's like, sure. So then the second half of this kid show was us playing Paul Abdul and fucking Belle DeVoe and all this whatever shit. Then it later just became a mix show. And so I had a mix show when I was like in grade 10 wow. and I didn't, I, I didn't even know how to DJ properly. Um, so we were talking and my name was flip out at that time. So I've been on the radio since I was like 13, basically. So I was doing that. And then Jay swing asked me to be on the college radio in 93, okay. 94. So that's when I was 20. And then we did college radio for fucking six years. Then we got onto the top 40 radio station, like later and where I've been on there and we got on there to do our rap show and to be a DJ. And I've been at that same top 40 radio station since February, 2002. Wow. Fresh. And I was just wow. there today and I do the five o'clock traffic jam to wow. this day, to this Nuts. day, to this day. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. Uh, for those oh, of yeah. you listening that don't know, like in, in dog years, that's hundreds of lifetimes. Yeah. Hundreds of lifetimes. Dude, props on that. I mean, anyone holding down anything like that radio DJ residency for over two years is like, hey, this is amazing. <laughs> but to hear that, that's some other shit. Yeah. That's, years. Shit. that's some other record. shit. And that's my nice. only job, my only fucking job in COVID that survived. Wow. Really? How you like that? I wow. love that. Yeah. That so then what up? what brought apart uh the freestyle hosting? How did that happen? That started in Vancouver too. So that was an idea that started in one club night where I was DJing. <laughs> and it was my residency, and then the Red Bull rep, Kenny Mack, uh combined with the promoter, G Man and Risk, they're like, yeah, he had this idea, like, yo, I want to do this. DJ contest, but it's like for party rocking and we'll do it with, it'll be a Red Bull thing. So it'll be like, it won't be like a DJ competition. It's right when Serato came out. Mm -hmm. So it was like mashups were a big thing and shit. So they did one thing as a, as a, a promotion and Matt, the alien one, I don't know if you guys know Matt, the alien, yeah. Yeah. Matt, the alien one, I got second and DJ friction, this guy from here, Goodfellas is a sick DJ. He got third and like, and then Kenny Mack was like, let's do this in these other markets within the BC, within the province. And then he's like, let's do it in every market across Canada. And then he's like, let's do a Canadian final. And that was the year that I hosted the Vancouver final. The following year, they're like, let's do, no, that was the world final year. And that's mm. when, that's when DJ Carve, who's Alex Notel, won in Paris. It was the first World Finals, and I hosted the Vancouver 
one. Mm -hmm. And I also entered, how the fuck did it work? <laughs> I entered, I, I hosted one year. I hosted many years before it was national. Then I entered and I won my Vancouver one and I went to the Canadian finals and that's where Drastic from Thugly won the Canadian one. And he went and got third in the world in the very first worlds of the gotcha. freestyle, which is in 2010. Okay. The following year, it used to be, they used to ask people to enter. They're like, yo, can you enter this? Can you believe that? They had to get people to enter the three style. Like, can you do us a favor and just enter this? So that's, they were that's like- That's what happened to me. They gave me like an invite and they're like, we would like to have you before you could yeah. even like, you know, I was like, yeah. They're like, yeah. would you be interested in doing this? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. I'm and not qualified for this, but yes, I will. What year was that that you did? 13. 13. Yeah. So, okay. So this, so in 2011, so, so yeah, the following year, yeah, my, what I was going to say is they asked me, they're like, yo, um, enter again. And I'm like, Hensman's entering. So no. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm like, no, no, he's going to win. He's going to win it all. He's going to win fucking everything. He's going to win no, all of come it. Come on, come on, just do it, do it. Come on. I was like, I was like, tell you what, and I think um, Curtis Santiago, I don't know if you guys know who Curtis Santiago is. He's a, this amazing artist from Vancouver. He's like, a, not from Vancouver, from Canada. He's like a singer. Now he's an artist. His name is Tulse. Anyway, he was hosting and I was jealous because he got to go across the whole country hosting mm. every one mm -hmm. of them, right? So I'm like, okay, the world finals are going to be in Vancouver for this year. I want to host the world finals then. They're like, what? No, man. I'll enter if you consider me he's like oh, okay we'll put your name in the hat to host the world finals and i was like okay so i went in it i got super hammered headspin won <laughs> i still got second um, hey. to headspin who later on won the world so oh, okay get second place to the world champion yes yeah. <laughs> um, uh and then i hosted the the world finals in vancouver and uh that was the first one that i hosted i hosted and it was a three-day, four-day event. Then the following year, they did it in the States, and I didn't host it. Then the next year, they brought they and Kenny Mack wasn't a part of it. Then the following year, it was in, like, fucking, I don't know, Toronto. And I think, again, uh, Kenny Mack was trying to get um, this guy named uh, Tyrone, who's, like, a Canadian. He's, like, a, he's like on Entertainment Tonight in mm. Vancouver. So they were trying to get, like, a big name. And it kind of didn't, it didn't work. So Kenny Mack's like, okay, you can come and host this one. Right. <laughs> so I ended up hosting the, the, the Toronto one. And then, you know, and I think there, I kind of, he, he, he asked me to host the next one, which, um, that was Azerbaijan was the year that you were in, right? That was, the uh, finalist. no, hmm. yours was Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. When Four Colors Act won. Yeah. That's 2012. I, then. I, or wait, now I don't remember. Uh, hmm. Long story <laughs> long, I, I, I got to yeah. just keep doing it. <laughs> uh, but it was because I was kind of attached to it from the start. Yeah. And then as it got kind of, as I started doing it more years, like um, the one year I asked, 
they started doing like a European tour and I was like, yo, let me be on the tour. Can I come on the tour? I'll just, I'll just come. Like I'll pay my way out there. I just want to go there. And, um, I think I lit, I did, I pay my way out there or I think Kenny got me on the bus and I had no role. So I was like the sound tech. Oh, okay. Like, and I was just whatever, but then I got to meet all the contestants. Yeah. So when the world finals came, I, I, they all knew me. And I knew them and I became like their support system because I knew them from on stage. And yo, people get so nervous on stage. Like yeah. by the yeah. next the next few years, like the last three years of the Red Bull shit, when I went on the world tour, I would know everyone. People would like, like those were my homies and I would be the only person that they knew if when they went to the world finals after they won their national thing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. They'd be like, you going to be on stage with me? I'm like, yes, I'll be there. They're like, okay, good. <laughs> I need you. Like I became like this support and it was, it's, it was awesome, dude. Like all those people are my friends. I, I, and I would get like caught up with them, man. You like, you see people put their heart and soul into these sets. You know what I mean? And then, and then it went one mistake and like, you know, we allowed redos. Like it wasn't that serious. Not the fucking yeah. Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. And people would go. I would tell people like, uh, I would let people go over. I was like, "Yo, just don't go over too much." Like, but I'll never pull the plug on anyone. Mm -hmm. And one guy in Brazil went over by like a minute and a half, and he actually ended <laughs> up winning, which is controversial. Which is kind oh, of controversial. Oh, okay. But yeah, man. I don't know. I just I was a part of it <clears throat> in the beginning, and I. I lasted the whole time. Yeah. Apparently it's been canceled, but I don't know what the fuck's going to go on. Mm. I want to tie in the next question to that. As you have seen so many fucking DJs, what makes a good DJ? I don't know. Not being a fucking asshole. That's for sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Like you can't, you can't it, does, it, does, it won't get you anywhere, man. Like yeah. Nobody want to hang out with you. Nobody want to talk to you. You'll have a rep of being like whatever. It's cool if you're like stand like if you're like shy and standoffish, but if you're like think you're better than the next person, dude, Jazzy Jeff is like the most humble guy of all time. There's mm -hmm. no need for yeah. him. To, there's no need for him to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen like people come in with attitudes and mm -hmm. and and then you know if they win, it's cool. But it never you never see them go far, and then they really get humbled because. People don't really fuck with them. People are not, people are not open to them because they're, they're not being, kind of open back, mm -hmm. and, you know, and I'm I'm glad all that like non-sharing of music is now in the past. You know, we used to hoard, used to be like, oh, you can't have this, you can't have this. Now people are like, here's my shit for free. Yeah. Everybody wants to be kind of included with everyone. It's more inclusive. Yeah. I, I feel the communities, you know, you can still be competitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah and and still be like inclusive so yeah man like being a good dj is like being, being a fucking like a person of, like just a, like a be open because it's music too right so the medium that you're you're the medium that you're um you're fucking offering like servicing yeah. you know you're a dj you're at service mm -hmm. yeah yeah even mm -hmm. if you're playing your own music you're still giving people this like you have to be open to it it has mm -hmm. to be a, a, a um mutual you mutual, have to be receptive because yeah. you have to, to be get collaborative collaborative uh, be, sharing of energies so yeah. sharing of energies sharing of uh, a passion sharing of ideas yeah. sharing of like art sharing of mind yeah. soul yeah it's and you're on the same level you know what i mean it's not like a it's not like it's not like a professional sport where mm -hmm. you are the 
the player on the on the court and everyone's your fans and they just get to no man this is like if you were on the court and people got to come and also you get to pass them the ball and then they get to be yeah. like cool here you go here's back you know what i mean like you get to actually be involved and you have to feed off their positive energy you're making them dance you're making them mm-hmm. yeah. evoke some emotions you know what i mean i think like music evokes a more positive emotion than sports sometimes sports is super passionate and people can get so like kind of like into it but it doesn't always stay totally positive people get stressed the fuck out music yeah. doesn't really do that to anybody you know what i mean if you're yeah. really involved in music you're very it's kind of like more like um euphoric i guess Except when you put on Bia Bia in a frat party and bottles <laughs> yeah. start getting thrown and you know or the, girl, oh, a girl take a girl takes your Serato record off the the turntable and smacks somebody across the head and then hands it back yeah. to you. Yeah. Oh man. Or that. What was the David Banner? The David Banner and Lil John song. Um, oh, uh, like the one walk across the club and fucking smack him in the head, touch oh. him in the face right now. What an era. Uh, anyway that's my uh that's my like answer <laughs> no no yeah. no it's it's great and i mean i think you definitely have pivoted as, as well i hate to bring it up but twitch Twitch is a perfect mm-hmm. example of sharing that energy and sharing the fucking vibe with a room yeah. full of strangers that you now you can't even see. Mm-hmm. Previously, yeah. if it was working, you're like, I can see these people dancing. Now you're like, to me, it feels like it's working. Who knows? You know, like knows? every living room is different. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And a God. good way to gauge that I've found is like watching other people. Like that just helps. Like I watch another stream. I'm like, oh, they just fucked up who cares right. look yeah. at this, yeah. this shit. Right. There, there's n- nobody cares or they're playing a slow song now like everyone's gonna leave the room no they're not yeah it's like it's like the radio man people are not it's not we, we're not held hostage by that dance floor anymore mm-hmm. and, and another thing about being a, a, like an asshole imagine being on a twitch stream where you're just like yeah this is my th- yeah no one has this edit this is my edit yeah. Oh, fuck you in the chat. Like, wh- how how <laughs> like how far do you think that's gonna get? You would give me bits, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you try that attitude, like on there, like maybe it's not built for you because you're yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're gonna subscribe. I knew you would. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't you? Like, yo, I mean. Uh, Go ahead, Travis. Oh, no. What do I got? What do I got? Okay. Oh, so you got a question. I Take do have a question. Where we Take are going to an island. So you're stranded on the island. You have Word. one album to take. One album to listen to. Just one. Just one out of your 18 million albums <laughs> that you have back there. You got to pick one. Which one is it? Or would you press your own album of all the songs that you love? Wow. Oh, what? And then be, and then be, mean. Mean. Oh. be mean to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You'll you have this. You can't get on this island. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, you're yelling at a coconut. Why are you so mad? <laughs> Man, my go-to answer was always uh, songs in the key of life. 
because uh-huh. it's such a long album. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and it's amazing. But I've listened to it so much, like now, I don't know this. You know, if it was the island now, I'd be like, eh, <laughs> have I not listened to a lot? I might pick something that I haven't listened to yeah. as much mm-hmm. as I should have. I'll take fucking Q-tip amplified and just go to town with that. Yeah. Right? Be like, you know what? I haven't listened to this enough. <laughs> Seems like yeah. this is the one that's been yeah. neglected, or like, or like an Outcast album that I haven't really listened to all the way through. Oh man. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. What's uh, Eve Life was my pick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a great pick. What's your yeah. studio flow like? What's your day to day like? Has that changed drastically? Are you making more music in pandemic? Less music? Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. This behind me is where I, behind me is where the madness happens here. Yeah. So, look at the floor. Oh, you can't see the records. <laughs> you got to see the rec the records on the floor. Oh my god! Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really have a flow. I fucking texted Nick Bike just like last night, and um, I was just yapping with him. But then I told him I was like, "Dude, I haven't used my Serato except for radio um, on Twitch at all. I think I used it once. Mm. So I haven't been like." In, like haven't been keeping up with like folders and i was like i just imported four of your zips that are just labeled 320 like of nick's things that he sends out since like december i'm like dude you have the most output out of anyone yeah, on the planet he really does this is yeah. not even an exaggeration yeah and the best quality yeah that there part some, yeah there are a couple of people that i get I, don't, I can't say their names because I don't want it to be a diss, but and I because I down I also download their whole file and I keep mm. it in my computer because I never know when one of their edits. But the quality of Nick's shit, he's just he's a real ass producer too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That guy's awesome. flow is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's really like, you know, I think the I think getting kicked off of Bandcamp and then doing Patreon, he's like, you know what? I got, I'm going to make this really worth it. Like I'm, he's no, he's no slouch. He's never was. Right. No slouch at all. Right. To keep the, to keep a Patreon account of edits and have, and be killing it like that. Like the guy's output is remarkable. You know, mm-hmm. I think, D, I think Swift, Swift from Winnipeg is, is pretty good too. He, mm. he's out there doing edits like crazy. Mm. And there are some other people, but yo, come on, Nick. And he's some stuff that I, I feel like, like uh, his super freak, I tell him all the, the time. Super I'm freak. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. That is the most unique, best fucking flip that you've ever done. Yeah. The guy took a fucking 132 beat per minute 80 song, made it 115. Right. Stripped it, put a a bounce in it, mm-hmm. and you can still play it, and it won't piss anyone off that it's not the original song. Right. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Like it's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that shit is, <laughs> and and it's quirky. It's the thing. There's something quirky about it. It's like you didn't just strip it down, keep it the BPM, blah, blah, blah. you didn't do anything normal, and it still works. So mm-hmm. big ups to Nick Bike. So speaking Nick of Bike, output, shout out Nick Bike. Yeah. He keeps getting better. That's he the fucked does. up thing. Of he course. keeps getting better, and you're like, man, you're in a pandemic. 
Quit being so yeah, good. Yeah, just chill. <laughs> chill, man. We're hurting out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a kid. His first kid. You know, yeah, that, congrats. That'll put, that'll put yeah. The, the the pedal down too. But um, my output is just like I I need to get to get kind of inspired. I do have a notebook though. I do keep like even in my phone. I got notes. Mm-hmm. I have an actual like coil binder where I kept um, ideas for themes of forty five shows, like mm-hmm. all Rod Temperton records and i'll do mm. like this nerdy nerdy show and i've done that stuff but um being in the playlist retreat like in 2019 that lit the most fire mm-hmm. um and just that quote that jeff used one year called die empty where it's like don't keep don't hoard anything mm-hmm. all your creative energy try to just put it out there huge so huge you know just do that like don't save something you know so yeah Yes, yeah, that. that's, that's why we that's why we're trying to get that that song out with Nick. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys I had playlist retreat on my yeah. on yeah. my notepad, and I wasn't sure if you can talk about that or not. If that's kind of a, like a Fight Club, if that's off limits. No, no, no. It's not a Fight Club. It's a Fight <laughs> First Club. First rule. While it's yeah. happening. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. definitely while a Fight Club while it's happening. Yeah, and that's just because um, they want you to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's not even like a, let's make it a secret thing it's yeah. literally like we want you motherfuckers to be in the moment you you are here only you're only here mm-hmm. because they're like you can record everything you want you can go into jeff's house record you can fucking film his his family pictures although his house is off limits but anyway <laughs> um uh just you can't post until after mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, and I'm like sure a, that just, yeah. you were so inspired after that, right? That was just like, just being around all those people and you just, how can you not be? Yeah, it's crazy, man. And that's, that's, I know Jeff through Red Bull Freestyle, right? So mm-hmm. it all comes back to, it comes back to just, I don't even know what it comes back to, but I was very, very fucking fortunate to just meet Jeff and get to hang out with him at the world finals for like a week at a time. And just for him to be a part of the Red Bull Freestyle world finals like that is huge too you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you could look at it like oh he's just he's trying to stay relevant in it whatever but like not really like everyone's like he's the best dj of all time and like him him loaning his his status to it mm-hmm. is huge anyone that thinks that that jeff's ever gone out of style or has been not on top of things is sadly mistaken man this guy broke bread with quincy jones you know what i mean like Quincy Jones, and, uh, you know, he made everyone at the Playlist Retreat, like, I tripped out because you guys know who um, Dre and Vidal are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're there. They're his homies. You know what I mean? Like, the mm-hmm. guys that made music, Soul Child, Just Friends right, are there. And, like, people that made the, like, the, the people that made Usher caught up are his friends and, like, Biz Marquis is there, Lord Finesse is there, and like, it's just like, yeah, turn off your phones, be in the moment, and collaborate, and mm-hmm. um, absorb everything. And it, the playlist is also a big thing Jeff talks about. It's for the legends to be there with us, because it, it, it because a lot of legends are not appreciated properly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, his friends are these legends. Kate Capri and Biz and shit were there. He's so stoked to bring them there because he knows everyone like us is going to like 
we're going to fan out with them, but it's not going to be kind of weird. You know, right. it's not going to be it's awkward. It's not going to be on a fanboy. No, it's uh, going to be like yeah. on a, such an appreciative level that they're going to really feel it. And Jeff, he's a real intu intuitive guy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the guy is, is so intuitive. He's so uh, giving with his energy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Playlist Retreat is really, it's an amazing thing. And, you know, <clears throat> I think for me to be get, to get invited, I got invited to the fifth one. But all my friends from Red Bull got invited to the first one. Mm. So that I killed me. I yeah. was like, I felt so left out. Like it was the worst. <laughs> like, so I actually was like, yo, okay. I started analyzing it. I'm like, how come I didn't get invited? <laughs> I don't make, I don't produce enough shit. So then I started trying to make, get back into making beats and producing shit. And mm -hmm. I tried to get more active and start putting shit out. So like, without knowing that was helping me yeah to to be more productive and shit so i don't know play that's crazy of, so inadvertently yeah. it's like working yeah. to did get you the tell invite. jeff did you ever mention to jeff like hey you really inspired me to get back on my grind like that did you ever allude to that at all to him uh i think he knows man he <laughs> I knows think he <laughs> sees i think he sees people that go to the playlist and then they start their output becomes like, uh -huh. like that's me like he's his nickname is professor x right yeah. So he's just like in charge of everyone and we're all just like his underlings. But I, <laughs> I, I send him, he's a hard guy to kind of get a hold of because he's everyone's, he's friends with everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. But I've sent him stuff on WhatsApp and, and when he responds, it's like the best. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. like, you know, I sent him some edit, the Mary J. Blige shit I did or something. And he's just like, man, you're on a roll. And I'm just like, okay, I can die now. I'm good. <laughs> I'll show my, I'll, I'll show my girlfriend. I'll be like, yeah. And she's like, or like, I'm watching his Twitch, and then I'm like, hope he shouts me out. <laughs> Shut up, my brother. Flip out. And then like, my girlfriend's in the room. I'm like, you hear that? And she's like. He shouts you out all the, like you went to his house. And shit. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you're like you see this shit. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he's he's a hero. Playlist retreat is is amazing. Like, it, and and here, okay, here's the thing. I, like I said, I didn't get invited for fucking years. And even if I didn't get invited, every year from the first one, especially the first one, I fucking found the hashtag after everyone started posting. And just went ham on the hashtag. I watched every video. You know what I mean? Like I watched everything. I know everything that went on. Like, and then um, and Headspin went one year, and I was like, "Tell me all about it." And like sat him down, and he and and it, and told him because a lot of people would come at him like kind of on a hater level, like like kind of like jealous <laughs> that that people are invited to it. And I'm just like. Can you please tell me everything that happened so I can feel like I was there? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And I watched all the shit. Like I know Joe Run was like so funny because he was posting. He had the craziest footage because he would just put it on and it would be like in his room, and I'm like, <laughs> Why is Kenny Dope and Lord Finesse in this room? Like this is crazy, and he'd be sitting there, and they're like swapping music and shit. So. Nick, Nick went, Nick got invited before I did the year before I did. Mm -hmm. And because Nick's my homie, I'm just like, tell me everything. And he fucking <laughs> like sat down like for hours. And I was like, okay, this, this, he's like, yeah. And so-and-so was bunked up with so-and-so. And like this person did this song with this person. And I watched all the videos after. So 
even if you're even if I was never invited, it was still a, a really huge thing to to get in, inspired from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my that's what I gotta say about the playlist. Like being invited is is absolutely fucking mind blowing. But just the fact that it goes on and everything is available afterwards is well worth um is is amazing that you can mm-hmm. absorb all that. Mm-hmm. It's like the Rock Nation brunch for DJs, right? Yeah. Is that is that um, is Rock Nation brunch broadcast after? You can only look at uh, who's ever there's um, yeah. IG story. Ross right. one. That, that, that <laughs> yeah. was, the best was the, the was when Jay Z grabbed that fucking Gra- phone. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was, was at Diddy, Diddy's birthday. Yep. Oh, was that Diddy? Oh man, yeah. that's amazing. And that dude, the dude was trying to film Beyonce. I'm a Jay Z stan, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go back with Jay. Yo, did you know that in the Elements book, there's a Jay Z interview that I did in '96 that we never used oh, because shit. I thought it was trash. What? It was a quarter. <laughs> what? Oh I thought it was God. trash because, and I also liked Das Effects more than him at the time. Wow. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Back Not for me. Are you sure? No. Yo, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Reasonable doubt comes out. Oh, first of all, Dead Prez, Dead Presidents comes out. That's your favorite song ever? Oh, like it comes out me? and you're like, yeah. And you're like, no. were you there when it came out? Oh, uh, I was there. You're not, you're not, you were there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was so there. That, so so, so 90, 96, that would have put me in... Uh, at fifth grade though. Okay, but did that, that sound oh. like the best song you've ever heard? So for me, the, for, yeah. for me, the best song that I ever heard, because I got introduced to Jay-Z from the Nutty Professor soundtrack. So Ain't No Nigga, oh. that's how I was introduced. So then that that for me, that for me was like the best song. I was like, that's some, that's some pimp Ain't shit. No or Dead Presidents? Ain't No. So that's how I, that's how I was introduced. So Here's dead, dead press okay. when okay. I was young, it was really hard for me to to digest. So it wasn't until later in life when I started really loving. So the answer, uh, that's, no. the answer is you didn't so, no. see, see then then you <laughs> were the same, right? Here's the thing about ain't no. That was the third fucking time that that beat had already fifth fourth time that that beat had already been used. So he was mm-hmm. super unoriginal to me. Okay, fucking alcoholics used it for only when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. And EPMD had originally used it EPMD, for it's my right. thing. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then like, and then like fucking um like even Gravediggers I think uses or someone else used it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is this EPMD ass beat? Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and, I can see and, why and you then, were on that Daz effect. Yeah, I can. I can see that. Yeah. I, I can't. Because like that. the original flavor shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his and his yeah and the original flavor. I knew him from original flavor and him on um. The Big Daddy Kane song "Show and Prove," which oh, had yeah. OVB on it. Yeah. So he was still doing the that style, and mm-hmm. I knew him from the Big Daddy Kane birthday um, party tape. I don't know if you yeah. guys ever heard that. It's on mm-hmm. YouTube now, but he's uh, you know Big Daddy Kane used to take him on tour and he used to let him rap in the middle of a show. So there's one birthday party that Big Daddy Kane had. And he's like, and Jay Z freestyles, and he's doing all of this flipping the tongue style. Mm-hmm. This is before DOS. And in the interview, I said, I read that uh, you um, you think that DOS effects got their whole style from you. 
and 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 in an interview he's like pardon me and I'm like oh oh you you said uh you said that uh you know dos effects got their style their whole iggity style from you and uh and his his response was um well where else would they get it from or where do you think you know you know where else do you think they got it from some shit like that <laughs> so he was already like he was already yeah, got made that him. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was already. That's that, so sick. It's in the it's in the book, like the 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 interview. We transcribed it. It's in the book, and like I have the audio. The audio was terrible. I'm such a fucking dork, and I'm just asking him questions so timidly, and he's like, kind of like he tuned me out at one point, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, what's your favorite song on the album? And he's like, uh, what did he say was his favorite song? It's in the book. Uh, Cashmere thoughts, maybe something. Cool. Okay, but th there was an incredible missed opportunity in the interview where I'm like, um, "Yeah, you, you, you said you you just, you released this album. You said it's going to be your first and your last album, or something like that." He's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I went something, something happened to him." He said that huh. was changed his whole life. And my next question was not, "What, what happened?" Was it? Oh. <laughs> because what wasn't it wasn't it when emory emory got went to jail i think that's maybe I what, think it that's was. what it was took the rap yeah 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 i think that's what it was wow no that's crazy wow and Yo, then, like, you were like just... enough about this but i gotta ask <laughs> what's your favorite song man Dude, um, I have the audio, man. I want to release the audio. Oh, you should. Oh, I'm curious. I'm curious. What was your first concert? Uh, it was like um, uh, Young MC. Oh, dope. <laughs> <laughs> Young MC. And uh, Maestro Fresh West opened. But dope. that same, that was in like, that was early in the year. And then later that year, I went to the Rhythm Nation concert. Oh, yes. Janet Jackson. That's yes. Hell yeah. That's really dope. So, those are my um, first like real concerts. Like, I was mad young, man. I was just, I've been into this shit like for too fucking long. Like, we, you know, we danced to all the New Jack Swing shit. Like, yeah. I was yeah. obsessed with a lot of shit. Damn. Damn. I love it. And then in the 90s, I got into this one record pool that serviced like RB, and I hated that RB. So then, like my R and B, like I love New Jack Swing, and then there's a couple of years where I don't know a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. But then, like, then Faith Evans and shit came out, and I was like, okay, I like this R and B, and like Brian McKnight and fucking Sparkle. Sparkle. <laughs> Sparkle. Shout out! Wow, that's good. I don't know. Shout out to record pools. Shout out to video shows, and yeah, yeah. Shout out to DMS. Yeah. Right? We have to do that. Speaking of regular yeah, pools, yeah. That's right. 100 <laughs> <Yeah>. percent <laughs> 100%. That wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was you. you just hey, made Warren and Kevin Scott's day. So shout out to DMs, of course. Um, hey, what, what were your parents listening Scott. to when, when you were nothing, growing up? Nothing, man. Nothing. Really? Nothing. Nothing. When I started getting into hip hop, I started going through all my dad's records and there was fucking I'm so uh, there's nothing, man. I'm so envious of people that grew up with with music that 
with soul music or like jazz or like mm -hmm. something more than just like uh, a lot of Portuguese fado music, which is like mm -hmm. folk music and um, comps, some comps, mm -hmm. but like, mm. dude, like, um, yeah, like in 45s, my dad had like Tom Jones 45. So. Oh, okay. She's a Lady is a big tune in my books. Yeah. And it's not unusual, actually, is a big fucking tune. Oh, shit. She, <laughs> she's a Lady actually start. She's a Lady starts with a snare. It goes, like this. Uh -huh. I started getting into DJing and started trying to figure it out on my, like, kid turntable. I scratched that snare to fucking death. It has, like, it has, uh, it has Q-Burn on it from mm -hmm. being scratched. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, my parents had not, my parents had no records, man. So, Damn. yeah, when I, when I started hearing about, like, going to thrift shops and buying dollar records, I yeah. would spend $50 as a fucking 14-year-old kid. Like, I worked at Wendy's and shit. And I would take, or I would get 50 bucks for, for like uh, Christmas or some shit. Neat. Mm. Or Kim, and I would go to the, I remember spending 50 bucks as like 50 records for $50. <laughs> and I listened. And some of those records to this day are some of the first samples I ever found. Like oh, OJ's, OJ's I Love Music. Mm -hmm. I looped up the, the beginning bongos yep. all the time. And fucking, I found Marvin Gaye Troubled Man soundtrack. Ooh. So I know like that soundtrack from when I was very young or like, and there was like, just like cool, thank God like Cool in the Gang, Jungle Boogie was on some disco comps and mm -hmm. shit, but, but I was looking at kids records too, cause I was really into De La. So I was like, oh, all the dope samples come from kids records. Because of <laughs> yeah, Prince, that's Paul, that's Prince Paul said there was a Mickey Mouse break. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> weird shit. It's got thousands of tore up, give me records. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's Yo, we should we should wind it down. There are a bunch of questions I want to ask you, but uh, I'm tell us where, man. I'll, I'll keep it short. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're all good. No, by all means, yeah. we can go on. We can go on all night, man. Um, I do want to talk about Twitch real quick before we get out of here. Uh, I want to circle back. You are on there how many times a week? Uh, two solid times, okay. and then some pop-ups that, that if I get invited to do like a, mm -hmm. what is that called when you're part of a thing? A like lineup? a raid train? Like a raid, a raid or whatever? Yeah, raid, raid parade? Yes. Raid parade? Raid parade. A parade. <laughs> a parade. Yeah. I, called it. I called it, I called it. There it is. Oh yeah, put that in the notebook, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Wait. like, gotta go. <laughs> uh, yeah, two times. Two times a week. Um, I used to do Sunday afternoons when COVID first hit because it was made sense because nothing was happening. Right. Mm. But then Sunday, but that st stuff started opening up, and Sundays is kind of like a go out and chill day. Mm -hmm. So I started doing Saturday nights because uh, it's so populated. But I just feel like I call it small room Saturdays. I'm like, I'm in the small room. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I feel like anyone yeah. under. Anyone's got like under like 50 viewers is just a dope small room or like a dope bar that no one yeah. really knows about. But when you go in there, man, is it good? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a great yeah. way to put it. So I've done, sa I'm doing Saturday nights. 
if you're in the small room, I'm in the bathroom DJing for the bathroom attendant because I get about two to three people. I get about two to three folks that stop in and they're like, yo, good to see you. And I'm like, thanks, man. Take a couple of mints, but leave me a dollar too. Thank yo, you. you. You gotta consistency is the key, man. Like yeah. I it it's a hard grind, but the people that I see um really doing it, they're on like four times a week at the exact same time. Yeah. And yeah. like every and then it just becomes a thing where people know know they're on and you'll get like and when you're in other people's rooms they'll remember they'll be like oh yeah and then they'll be oh this person's on let me raid them you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then you get a few followers then it, it builds up so fucking slowly like yeah but you have to be consistent and i haven't been so i can't i have no one to blame mm-hmm. but myself but like on the saturdays i've been noticing it's different because um because i'm active in chats a lot because I yeah. just like hearing other DJs. Like Twitch has been amazing for me to to get other people's tastes and shit. Like mm-hmm. I love. Like I'm one of those people that when I'm DJing with someone else at the club, I don't leave when the other person DJs because I don't want to miss what they played. Mm-hmm. A, so I don't repeat, and B, because I want to hear what they play. Like yeah. I'm kind of here, mind you. I play with Nick and I play with people that I really like and admire. But even like, I like hearing other people. Anyway, my point is, you know, if you and then you know you'll be on and you know someone will raid you and sometimes you got to go extra long and people will die out and be like hand you their leftovers and shit (laughs) uh, you know it's cool man it's i found like when saturdays is good because there's more people on it's kind of like when you have you know when you have like a block there's like a block where all the same stores are on the same block you're like why would they put all why are all the wedding stores on the same block it's because you know if you're there you're you're there to buy some wedding mm-hmm. shit like instead of being like a one-stop shop over here right you know? so right. i don't know more people are on twitch so more people are bouncing around and seeing what's up but it can get very disheartening man. it can get very disheartening sure so, do you think you'll continue to implement that as you go back to work irl i think i want to i want to uh replace it Oh, I mm. think in, in in half replace it because the gigs that I was doing were like chill gigs. Um, I'm I'm already kind of petering off. Like I'm not trying to fucking do big rooms. Like I was I was doing a restaurant, a basement mm. of a restaurant on Saturdays, and I was doing a uh, another restaurant on Wednesdays, playing forty fives, and I was doing an all vinyl Motown every two weeks on a friday so these are like very kind of like my speed so if i can somehow make money and stay home i will mm-hmm. um i just don't want to do like i just don't like i don't i man the corporate gigs man they're really fucking soul sucking dude yeah. it's like it's really like really trading your time for money and it's the reward is only money most of the time and it almost depletes your energy a little bit mm-hmm. so how, how do you ever want dj to be like depleting to you and i don't know but i also want money man i also need money right right. right so what right. the fuck dude but twitch yeah. is cool because you can be in your fucking house yeah. <laughs> you know yeah i don't know it's, it's a loading paradox question. it is yeah 
money is money for corporate gigs is great and then you're playing like bruno mars and then you're like fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's fine because i i i you know corporate gigs are kind of easy because sure. they're pretty predictable yeah and you know i don't know i like saying this much and they're like okay and i'm like right i guess i gotta do it i guess I gotta, they said yes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it's not like I had to bar. It's not like I had to bar. Like go back and forth with them. I'm like, so that's my advice actually, and I've heard that my whole career, and I should have done it a long time ago. Don't sell yourself short. Like, mm -hmm. if corporate gig comes at you, don't say five hundred dollars. If that's right. like, say a thousand, mm -hmm. even if it makes you feel like weird. And 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 you know, like it's a corporate gig. These motherfuckers, they'll the same motherfuckers will turn around and rent a band and give them like twelve hundred bucks, man. And they're doing cover songs and like you can do a better job than the band and they just have a hate on for DJ. So just stick to it. Mm -hmm. Do a yeah. G, two G's, three G's, four G's, five G's. Yo, they these motherfuckers asked me to fucking DJ a TED talk thing for free. And I was like, "What? You gotta be fucking joking me!" And they were literally like, "It's good for the exposure." I'm like, "There's no fucking way you're asking <laughs> a creative to be involved. Like, you want you want me to do a TED talk about how whack you are?" <laughs> that? Like, don't let me get on the don't let me get on the fucking mic. And make you a whole topic. <laughs> Oh anyway, man, I'm 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 uh, guilty of selling myself kind of short and like, and that and like not wanting to come off as like, oh I'm asking for too much. And right. I was like, man, just say this amount. If it's a wedding and you really don't like doing weddings, then say a stupid amount. And if they're like, hey, that's a little out of my budget, but we really want you to do it, then it's like you become, you know, then it's you're getting a little bit of a rapport, and you're like, okay, uh -huh. let's talk about it. Yeah. And if they never return return your email, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to COVID. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. an ongoing struggle in my mind. It's yeah. 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 No, definitely. And I think it's it's been like that for years. The price of everything else goes up except for the DJ rate, <laughs> which seems yeah. to be the ongoing battle, you know. So um yeah. Flip out, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Let them know about any music, Bandcamp, etc. Oh, hold on, real quick, real quick. Yeah, oh. yeah. Please tell us, because um, we haven't been doing this, and I and I feel like we need to bring this back. Uh, what song should everybody add to to their playlist? What do you mean? What song? Any song? Any, any song? song? Any song? Any song that you feel like today that you listen to today? Any song that you feel like that should be? uh that should be listened to right now from 20 years ago what song is that oh man because we're we're making we're making our uh our five on five uh podcast playlist so. um there was a, a song that's been in my mind um an old song is uh um uh uh your love keeps lifting me higher. Oh, mm. yes. By Jackie uh, Wilson. By Jackie Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Higher and higher. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect, perfect pop song. 
it's amazing yeah i gotta hear those uh <clears throat> those stevie wonder covers too that you're talking about because that's oh yeah bananas any cover of stevie wonder song as go and seek it out it's a it's a hard thing to to google because the word as is fucked up but try to find it mm. um uh and new song i was just thinking my buddy was doing uh my buddy agile did a rihanna set today on twitch mm. and i wanted him to play her tame impala cover that she did of same old mistakes that fucking song you gotta go listen mm. to right now <laughs> that shit is amazing so right, that's just yeah. off the top i like how it can be anything because those are yeah it can be anything right now but okay. the Hell jackie yeah. wilson yeah. song jackie wilson song i started listening to um really intently because um i had to like kind of i thought i had to memorize it for this thing that i auditioned for whatever and uh they're like learn the song it turns out i didn't have to learn the song but i listened to it so much that i started hearing the small differences in the way he did the 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 way he phrased the first chorus mm -hmm. as opposed to the second chorus he's mm. like a little bit late and it sounds like he did it on purpose to make it different it's crazy how there's three perfect verses there's no bridge Mm -hmm. It's a song from the '60s. Mm -hmm. There's no bridge, so it's a, it's literally a bop. It's literally a ditty, like it's a how perfect, funny. It's a perfect pop song. You know, it starts, it goes right into the verse, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden there's that chorus. And he does the chorus a little bit different each time. The song is amazing. It's double time, but it's 95 beats per minute, right? So it's yeah. like it's it's so it, it just. I'm like, this song sounded so simple to me and I only knew the chorus. Mm -hmm. and I only knew that falsetto part and everything is so intricate. The phrasing in his verses is so bizarre. Because huh. it'd be like, it'd be like, it's like, um, da 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 like this. Huh, so yeah, yeah. It's not square at all. It's right. like all the syncopated shit. Right. Yeah. Just, I'm just like, I should listen to all music this intently, like just like, <laughs> like it, it, it's it's fucking revelatory. I don't know. I really liked it. I'm like, yo, this is pretty crazy. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely gonna be listening to it differently now. Thank it you. makes yeah. songs say that when you listen to it like that, it makes songs that you thought may have been whack or whatever in the past, like you yes. build a new appreciation for them. Yeah, yeah. You listen yeah. to pop music differently. Mm -hmm. Dude, you know I had a um, I had a, a, rennis, a, 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 a rebirth. Yeah. A, of of um, is PM Dawn. Like yes. Yes. 30, yes. Now, 30 now years, That's my speed. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty years ahead of his time. And rest in yeah. peace, Prince B. Really? Yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, Prince B. Okay, motherfucker was singing and rapping. Yes. And doing melodies and sampling yes and using break beats and one stop on the radio mm -hmm. Yo, and he was a notorious um record um record convention guy mm. he'd come there he'd come there and buy all the records yeah so people were scared of him he would be hanging out with like large pro and shit and, like yeah. everyone was there but the wow. way his and now listening to like b-sides of of pm dawn songs yeah like i did it on my twitch one night 
I just pulled out like five, four of his 45s and I played the B size and people were tripping. They're like, this is PM Don. Like, yeah, this is some B boy shit. And they're like, we had no idea. So like, yeah, listening. Yo, let's throw a P let's throw a uh, B side PM, PM Don song on that playlist. What, what song should it be? Oh, fucking, um, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the library. <laughs> the old archives. Uh, I think it's. There's one where he's like. There's one where he calls out everyone for making him the skate. He literally says in his in his verse, and now I'm the scapegoat for fucking blah blah. He's talking about getting dissed. Oh wow. And he's like. And then at the end, he's like, I'm not hip hop. Well, what's this? And then he, and then it's a break. He plays a break. I'm not hip hop. Then what's this? I forget what song it is. I think it's Comatose. Damn, mm. Don. That's so fresh. <laughs> Tell us where people can find you on the internet. Dang, Tell them where we can where find we you at? on Twitch. We were right there. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we were so right close. Right there. We were so close. All right, let's get into it. This is the five on five podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Let him know. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw my Bandcamp first. It's flipoutmusic.bandcamp or yeah dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, who the fuck has flipout.bandcamp? Um, I don't know. <laughs> As someone I, that I, has every iteration of your every, own name, yeah. I saw this today. You have every version. No, of that's your me. Own name. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have Twitch. I didn't have Twitter for so long, and um, it just came free one day, like a couple years ago. I was like, "Ah." "Oh wow!" Same with Instagram. I didn't have, I didn't have uh, Instagram. I got flip out Instagram. I think that was with help though. Oh, my Twitch DJ flip out. There is a flip out on Twitch, man. Fuck fuck these motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Flip out. It's been an absolute honor to go on this voyage with you tonight. Um. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Anything you want to tell people about before we head out? Nah, I talk so much. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> I'm so good at rambling. Got I figured all. I would ask because we asked Craze and he goes, "Yeah, let's get into this mask situation." Yeah. He's like, nah, "This fucking yeah. he, he's, about to, he's about to go ham too." Oh man, Craze yeah. is so funny, dude. I'll, I'll like, uh, I'll forward him something. And then his response is like, oh, I can't even see that because I fucking blocked that motherfucker so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look at this dumbass. I won't even I won't even preface it. I'll just send it to him. And, uh, I send him something. I'm like, yo, you should see this. He's like, oh, I don't even follow them. Like, we have beef. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Flip out. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A million times over. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be back Anytime. next week with another surprise guest. Um, I have an idea who it's going to be. I have an idea. Uh, we have a long list of people we need to reach out to. Everyone stay safe. Wear your masks. Behave yourselves. And uh, don't write um in the Twitch chat. It's just kind of <laughs> shitty. Don't do that. Nice. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace, Peace y'all. Hey.